Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. Welcome back to the Mental Mastery Alliance. This has been an interesting week. Uh, I haven't recorded any podcasts for this show, but I've been everywhere. We have a new Instagram, which should be a lot of fun for you guys because it's so hard in today's day and age to really connect the whole moving forward, the whole mindset, the whole, you know, get your shit right thing uh, and promote these quote unquote conspiracies, even though they're becoming more acceptable, more mainstream, uh, more everything. Uh, I did two things. The second thing I did was have the guest that we have on today and I'll get into him in just a second. The first thing I did was split. So now the mental mastery Alliance has a conspiracy branch Instagram, which is T-M-M-A conspiracy. So Instagram.com forward slash T-M-M-A conspiracy. Come have a little bit of fun with us. Secondarily, I have with us today a deep state expert. He was professed a COVID expert, um, but has later said not so much. And I'm okay with that because honestly, fucking COVID's a piece of shit anyway. So who we have with us today is a fellow by the name of Rob R. He's going to entertain us with quite a few amazing stories. Uh, and we're going to get inside his head. This guy, love him or hate him, take him or leave him, depending on what you read on the Instagrams and on the Facebooks and all over the place, people are split. But I want to know what he's all about. Rob, welcome to the show, man. Oh, hi, and thanks for having me. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm absolutely good. So yeah, we... Uh, uh, we spoke uh, briefly before we went live and, and you are not a COVID expert, but you did mention uh, it's quote unquote predecessor in your opinion. And I've also made this connection and this, I've gone down a slightly gone down this rabbit hole. The, the predecessor to COVID as it was stated by you and others uh, is probably AIDS and how it was rolled out and how it was disseminated. Can you talk on that at all? What's your research on that general topic? Oh boy, we could probably spend almost an hour on that alone. Um, <laughs> but let me let me just go back. I mean, COVID nineteen as it stands. I mean, I have some familiarity with it, but you know, as an expert, you know, like I, I don't know how that's defined. But anyway, so I just have to. I guess we have to go back in history a little bit. I mean, I you know, my background is civil engineering. Okay, and I used to study things like you know wastewater treatment and you know real environmental engineering, not this nonsense that Al Gore passes off as you know science. But anyway. So, um, student in microbiology, uh, Vanderbilt University, and uh, long story short, I got some information about the, you know, the AIDS virus, something called the Strecker Memorandum, right? You know, a buddy of mine at the time, and all this sort of thing, and I had to do a report for microbiology, um, in, in, you know, when I was there, talked to my professor, okay, good guy, you know, I'm not, please don't, don't misunderstand me, good, good teacher, and I kind of showed it to him, and he said, all right, you know, if that's what you want to do, is your topic, and I said, all right. And I'm not one, I'm not perfect by any means. Actually, let me just stop. Usually at the top of these interviews, um, I like to just give out my, my website. This is important. It's boxingsunglasses.com and it's God's simple salvation plan. Okay, if you get nothing else out of this, if you hate me or whatever, that, that's one thing. Anyway, so just keep that in mind. But What was that again? God's simple salvation? Yeah, it's a, it's a link on my site just for people to be aware of. Um, okay. Anyway. And so box just, of sunglasses, boxofsunglasses.com? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that a little bit at the end. Like, like discuss they live, my friend, they live. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, <laughs> like Nancy Pelosi, all right? She had the face dipped in a cheese dip back in 1957. <laughs> anyway, we can, uh, we can talk about that later. But anyway, of course. So getting, back to, getting back to my uh, 
the main point here. So, so in other words, um, I um, I went and did it. You know, I, I looked at it. All right, it wasn't a great video, and I, you know, virologist, you know, whatever, talking about the AIDS virus, and I looked at it and said, it didn't, didn't make sense to me. You know, what I learned in microbiology. Not like I'm not an expert in microbiology, but I know that viruses in general, um, you know, are host specific. I mean, when they say species jump, they're not. I mean, it happens. You know, rabies, and I get it. You know. Again, I'm not an expert, but in general, they, they stick to their species because viruses aren't, they're kind of hard to classify. They're not really bacteria. Uh, they're not really anything. They're just, they're like mooches, essentially. They're microbiologic mooches with little S proteins. And I'm sure that's a familiar term to a lot of people right now, or little spikes. And those little spikes latch onto a, to a cell. You know, in the case of, the specific case of AIDS, uh, what it was, um, was a, um, and I'm going to kind of, skip over some stuff, generalizing stuff, but just have to take my word for it. So uh, we're going to do your own research or anyway, we'll get to that right, right now. But it is, <laughs> everything I say is verified. Excuse me for jumping around. But anyway, everything I say is Please verified. Do. Just, just, just hear me out. But anyway, so, so I started looking into it. It's like, all right, you know, my medical school, my school was one of the top medical schools in the country. Had a big science library. So I, you know, I, I went down to the bowels of these libraries to do my report, did my research, look, look at this guy's, um, you know, articles that I was referring to, you know, and, you know, and these, these aren't like, these, this isn't like, you know, comic books. This is like serious stuff like Nature, Lancet, uh, Science Magazine, you know, those types of things, okay. Um, I mean, did I understand all of what I was reading? No, I mean, were, these articles were written by, you know, like doctorate level microbiologists, this sort of thing. But I, like, I could read, I could read the abstracts, I could pick out a thing or two in the article, read the conclusion. And what I kept finding over and over again was that, the AIDS virus was a combination of what's called the sheep visna virus. I think it was a bovine leukemia virus. Okay. So it was, you know, no, it's recombination, recombinant DNA. I think they call it, it's gene splicing. I mean, some, some wacko in the lab and believe me, this stuff will start sounding very familiar pretty soon. So some wacko in the labs thought it was a good idea to get together with these two viruses, sheep from sheep and cows, combine their genes, you know, develop an S protein, however they did that, that was host specific to a human, uh, I want to say a T4 cell, which is, a, which is a white blood cell. Okay. And a T4 cell is kind of like, it's kind of like a commander of your immune system. If, you know, um, so in other words, you know, you get an infection, you get the little white blood cells and the T4 cells come out and they kind of, you know, direct the other cells. And I don't remember the specifics of it, but anyway, so the point is that this T4 cell, um, you know, the, the virus actually attacked the cells that were developed by the human body to fight them off. So, I mean, that's very, un that's highly unusual. It's just biological facts, right? So I said, huh, starting to get a little, little interesting here. So uh, long story short is that I came to the conclusion just based on the research that I did, which I, which again, which is me, but, but just looking at things and looking at them with an open mind scientifically saying there's something, something was way wrong here. I said, well, why was the government, and if you remember back in the eighties, why was they, why were they telling us it came from some green monkey? You remember the story, some green monkey, popped out of Africa and, you know, and all of a sudden 200 million people and, you know, AIDS Africa and, and specifically like five, I think it was homosexual populations. I forget New York, Los Angeles, LA, whatever they were. So the epidemiology made no sense. I mean, I was no epidemiologist, but it just didn't make any sense. Like, so in Africa, I came in the jungles of Africa, you know, where everybody was getting it. And then all of a sudden it comes to here and it was a cold, you know, a gay disease. And, and let me just be very clear on that, okay? I, you know, I am a believer, but I'm not one of these who's morons, though. It was gay plague, you know, wrath of God. I mean, get the hell out of here. No, it's a scientific thing, okay? I, believe me, I, I'm, not, I'm not one. I just want to make that clear. But anyway, I'm, just, I'm talking one of the things. Yeah, one of the things that people sort of miss with regards to AIDS is that it attacked drug users, blacks, and gays. Um, I, you know, I mean, look, again, I, I'm not an epidemiologist, but that would seem to make sense. And I seem to remember too something It had something to do with the, um, again, you know, I don't remember that they got into the blood in the Haitian population. So it was like, it was like Haitian, like hemophiliacs in Haiti. But the point is it was a specific population groups. It didn't just affect everybody, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it didn't like, as I just mentioned, it didn't make any sense on a microbiological level either. Like it just, it made no sense if it was natural. Right. So of course stuff might be starting to sound familiar, you know, unfamiliar animal viruses popping out of nowhere, a fake cover story. But anyway, so, you know, I, I, um, I took my research. I kind of, long story short, I did my report. Didn't really do great on it. I think I got a C plus on it or whatever. Again, I'm not being critical of my teacher. I, I you know, it's a great guy. Um, but 
I showed it to him and I just brought it to him. I'm like, you know, what is this? I said, like, you know, I was just like, what, what's going on here? I said, why, why is this here? This is valid information. And the government's telling us it came from some green monkey and, you know, and this and nothing makes any, nothing made any sense. Okay. He didn't really, you know, whatever. And then um, I brought it to a uh, head of virology, I believe the guy was. Another great guy. Okay, I'm not, you know, believe me, I'm not being critical. Dumped the stuff off on him. And I said, you know, set up a meeting with him. Okay, went to meet him. And he starts looking at it. And he was like, well, you know, this and that. And I'm just like, help. I was just like, help me here. Okay, I'm not an expert. Um, and, you know, the gist of that story was, well, yeah, okay. And he gives me this book and the band played on or something about I don't know. Looking again, I'm not being crude or mean. And I just looked at him like he thought I was on some kind of crusade. Like you know, in terms of you know whatever. And I, I just, I just wanted to say, I'm like, dude, that's not what I'm here. It's not my thing. You know, whatever. I'm not. But I'm just telling you. I, I just like, what, what's going on here? And, and that, that's kind of how it ended. I kind of was like, I got a little frustrated. I'm like, just answer me. Like, why is this? Like, if you were to give me an answer like this, this, you know, a scientific answer, I'd probably been like, all right, just. In other words, nothing so was. If you, if you were to extrapolate all of that experience and, and, and what you went through back then and what you researched back then, uh, and you were to correlate it to what you're seeing right now, what's your take on just a general synopsis of your take on what's going on with Corona right now? If you don't mind, let me just get done another two minutes and I'll, I'll answer your question. So anyway, so I took, I took the information to a, uh, a Senator by the name of Al Gore, um, me dropped it off in his office, pile of information, all the stuff I'd accrued. And just, I figured maybe, you know, you know, back when I was like stupid when I thought the government was actually for the people, you know, you don't know anything. But anyway, so I, I ended up getting a letter from him uh, a few months later. But um, I could be honest with you, you know, by that point, at that point, I kind of gave up. I kind of gave in. I said, you know, this is, this is, you know, what do I know? This is stupid. So I, I, really, I, I took everything. I took the letter. I just threw it in the garbage. I'm like, I'm done, you know, whatever, maybe. Maybe it was crazy, but deep down inside, something, something kept bugging me about it. So, so in other words, I know, I mean, look, I, I'm only basing it on what I know, but I know I gave the information to Al Gore and I did get a response from him. And I think this was in 1991. So that's, that's kind of very important. I don't know how far along this is going to go. But like I said, I was like, you know, a few months later, I was like, well, I kind of was embarrassed a little bit. And I hope he doesn't contact me. I said, I kind of feel stupid now. So. You know, I, I caved, I admit it. You know, I threw everything in the garbage, moved on. Okay. And um, so that, that was it. You know, that we can, can pursue that more if you want. Um, but the fact still remains that AIDS, let me just sum it up, was it ha just, there's no other way to, to, to conclude it. It was a genetically engineered virus designed in a lab to specifically tack human T cells. And, and maybe we can. If you get to my books at the end, we can go into a little bit more of the verification of that statement. But anyway, um, so, you know, to, to answer your question, you know, I'm looking at AIDS as a dress rehearsal, okay, for what's going on now. I mean, let, let me answer you like this. So in other words, if I were to come to you six months ago, a year ago, and I would have said to you, yeah, AIDS, you know, it's, I said, you know, World Health Organization, or if I said there was a, a designed virus with the cover, with a fake cover story, you know, of, of an animal virus just exploding in some foreign country somewhere and, and the American, you know, the CDC, the NCI, whatever, and the World Health Organization were in the middle of it all and it was a really bad thing and, um, you know, it was, it was all kinds of weird cover stories going on with it, you know, you probably would have called me crazy. But that's headlines. I mean, if you look at the Chinese coronavirus, it's the same exact pattern. You have this, a virus just popping out of nowhere. And again, I'm not a virologist, but it seems like it just, I mean, I get, I get a different COVID. Like I said, I'm not an expert, but you have the fake cover story of the bat, you know, and then you find out later, well, these bats that they're saying it came from are like 600 miles from the market, right? And this sort of thing. And even, even Fox News now is saying it, it didn't, 99% of the stories, it didn't come from that bat. So you have the fake, you have the fake cover story of the animal and you know, the bat would just replace the bat with the green monkey, like I mentioned before. Uh, the World Health Organization in the middle of a whole mess, okay, because I forgot to mention a quick detail. Another story I came across in 1987 was the London Times, you know, it said the AIDS virus was in direct correlation with the um, smallpox vaccine in Africa and the hepatitis vaccine in, in the United States. There was one article, and I, I dug this out, and I, was, I, was, I don't know if I was able to find it again. That's one of the, one of the things I threw out, but it was definitely, I think it was May something, 1987. But it only appeared once, and, only, and it just disappeared from the news like that. You can find no other news stories on it. 
All right. So that's a very interesting piece of information. But anyway, so, so in, in other words, the, the, I, guess, I guess the context is, you know, the characters, in other words, it's the same exact characters. It's like a play, you know what I mean? It's like different, it's the same play, but just different characters is what I'm getting at. So you, mm-hmm. the patterns are exactly the same. So the same characters, a lot of, some of them have changed. I mean, you know, the communist Chinese government's of course in the middle of it, but you have World Health Organization, who knows in this country, maybe the CDC, who the hell, who knows? Okay. All in the middle of it, associated with a vaccine or, or, or uh, you know, Wuhan virus. And now it just like, where, where did it come from? Where, how did, how did it get there? It's just, it didn't come from the back. We, we that's know right. that. so it's this, anyway, that's as far as I'll take it. Yeah, no, for sure. And if we take, if we take that information and based on sort of what you know, what you saw, the information that you sort of went through with all that, uh, and, and again, now with regards to this, it's happening right now. So regardless of anything that you and I talk about, I mean, it's going right. on. This is taking place. Right. What in your, uh, in your opinion and in your, in your mindset inside, what do you think this is? Because this has also been tied into, uh, when, you, uh, you know, when, when we talk about deep state, for example, this is also t- tied into QAnon wiping out the cabal. This is tied into uh, the 5G towers. Uh, this is tied into uh, more population control and also the, the vaccination agenda from Bill Gates. Right. What do you think, and I, I'd love to know your opinion on this, obviously, what right. do you think is going on? Why do, why do you think it was released? Why do you think this has been created right now? Well, in my opinion, again, this is based on what I've read. You know, people a lot smarter than me know a lot more than me, but I, you know, I read stuff and I, and I, and I my opinion, I guess the best analogy I can make is I, I call it, I mean, if they still teach history, December 6, 1941 is how, how I would describe it. So in other words, it's as if the Japanese fleet was discovered on December 6th instead of December 7th when they show up at Pearl Harbor at eight in the morning, right? So what I mean by that is I believe the Chinese were playing with this virus with the intent to release it in the United States as a biological attack, just like a biological Pearl Harbor. I mean, people may say that's crazy, you know, they, they'd have to, you know, how would they do it? I don't know. Maybe inject a few of their own people with it, send them over uh, as little, many biological bombs, just no different than the bombs at Pearl Harbor, right? It's just different technology. It's the same, again, it's the same play. It's a different act in the same play or whatever, whatever the analogy is, you know what I'm saying? So, and people, people say, well, that's crazy. They, they kill their own people. Yeah. So these, these are psychopaths. These are, these are communist leaders. I mean, Mao, I mean, what did he kill? A hundred million? I don't know, whatever the numbers are or Genghis Khan, or I'm not picking on a Chinese Hitler, you know, whatever. It's the same, it's human. It's a human principle. That's why I say the Bible's the core of the quote conspiracy. It doesn't matter. The point is, okay, is that Chinese would have no recourse with sending quote biological bombs around to spread this virus. It makes sense, right? As a surprise attack. I mean, no words declared. The Chinese, like you can trust them. Like they're going to declare war. I'm talking about the Chinese Communist Party. Please understand me. Okay. I'm not trying to generalize. Please. Anyway. So the communist Chinese, okay, which are megalomaniacs and psychopaths, just like the ones we have here in our country. Um, I, I think they, they, did they get the technology from the United States? Is that why they're kind of saying it came from America? Yeah. I mean, look, if you're guilty, you're going to start pointing fingers at other people, right? So there, there might be some truth to that. And again, I'm not accusing, I'm not one of these people, oh, you know, I'm just talking facts, okay? Yeah, the we're Chinese speculating as well. We're just checking things right. out. Right. The Chinese, the Chinese aren't, right, they're not as bright as us, right? So I think what happened is somehow it got out, okay, December 6, 1941. But now, if you think about it, if the Japanese fleet gets discovered on December 6th, they have to do something. They can't just leave. I mean, it's a, it was meant to be a surprise attack. So, you know, are they following up with, you know, at this point, are they following up because they have to? You follow where I'm going with this? So no well, with regards with regards to Pearl Harbor, um, the, the Americans knew that the Chinese were coming, which is why they put all the Japanese, the Japanese, sorry, which is why they put all the boats like as close together as humanly possible. And people don't know that. They, they were very well aware yeah, that the, the I, I, know, I know that. I know that. I know, look, and that gets into whole other questions about conspiracies. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 for sure. Um, so do you, so you think that this was an attack? Like, I, see, okay, so no. we're, just so you know where I'm coming from on this, like, I don't think, I don't think it's what they say it is at all. I mean, my biggest problem with this whole story is why are the hospitals empty? And I can't put my finger on, that's the biggest smoking gun to me. Why well, we, are the hospitals we, we, empty? Well, that, that's, a, that's a totally different, you know, we can get to that if you want. I, I don't mean to cut you, but that's a totally sure. different subject. But, you know, from the point of, the point of right now is that um, 
you know, I'm just looking about this logically. Look, remember, I'm an engineer. I think about things logically. Of course. Um, you know, categorically, it's just the way I'm, just the way I'm wired. But anyway, so what makes sense to me is that the Chinese got this technology from the United States. And I have a, I have a book called Year of the Rat, by the way. Uh, let me just get that. It's not my book, but anyway, it just talks about, you know, I guess this isn't my book. So again, I'm not, but anyway, I just ordered this book, you know, Clinton, it basically talks about Clinton and Gore. I mean, you can see all the Chinese military here. And just, just remember Clinton and Gore, and that goes into, you know, how much they were trading and all this illegal activity with the People's Liberation Army. It's, it's, it's really mind boggling what, what was going on 25 years ago. Um, so was that technology transfer made at that time? Look, I, I don't know. All I know is there was a lot. The Clinton-Gore administration basically sold out America. Let's, I'm just, that's what that book is saying. Let's just cut the crap. I'll just get right to the point. I'm trying to you know, keep this thing whatever time. You know, was the technology made at that time? The technology transferred? Because it, like, as I just mentioned, the, the AIDS uh, ability to do that virus was there. So I know, me personally, I know Al Gore knew about it. And Al Gore's the center of that book. Mm -hmm. So this is, this is starting to get a little, you know what I mean? So anyway, so, um, so I believe, you know, however the technology was transferred, when the exact technology, you know, I don't know. But it, there, was, there was a transfer of recombinant DNA and, you know, messing with viruses, things that God, you know, did not intend. Remember, male, female, you know, I mate. So when you start messing with DNA, you're messing with the life itself. I mean, the, right? Anyway, so they got to that. They got the technology. They were, my opinion, they were playing with it and it, and it got out by accident. And they didn't intend to, to get it out, get it out that quickly. So in other words, that, that's, that's my analogy. That's what is going on now. To answer your question that you just mentioned about hospitals being empty and this sort of thing, I think that that... that that kind of fits in with the whole thing. Um, if you think about it, and then you got, then it kind of, if you think about it, you know, why is, you know, why is Pelosi, Pelosi and all these people, why are they saying, Oh, go to Chinatown and this and that when they knew, I mean, Trump knew in, in six weeks prior to that. So why are all these people getting on TV, you know, do this, do that. You know, if you wanted to spread a virus like COVID, can you think of a better way? And look, this is, this is getting huge. This is getting biblical, so to speak. You, you see where I'm going with this? So I agree with that but, statement. But it, but it makes sense, right? Because so, so my question then is, okay, so if we, if we talk about engineering, right, right? Now we're engineering the mental mind. We're, we're engineering the mindsets of the people. Right. So my question, my follow-up to that is, why, have, why do you think with this being released, why do you think America has put the people at home uh, and stated that the hospitals were packed, even though the hospitals are empty. Um, and they've said, you know, no public parks, no going out in public, but by all means, cram into your Costco's and your Walmart's. Cram into your Costco's, your Walmart's, and your abortion clinics. Well, that's, murder, abortion, yeah. that's right. Abortion really is, it's, it's, it's ancient Baal worship. I mean, not literally. It's just, they, again, same thing, you know, Ecclesiastes is nothing new under the sun. It's just, you know, they've replaced Baal with a, with a green energy plants where they burn humans for green energy but anyway so so to answer your question um i think what happened like it kind of fits into my december 6th analogy is that those tweets and those things were supposed to go out at a certain time like in other words if trump let's say trump didn't do that travel ban this virus whatever the ramifications are and i'm not, I'm not trying to minimize the people are suffering i'm not, that's not my but it would have been exponentially worse. Let's just say Trump listened to the, you know, Pelosi's and the Bidens, right? The weakened Bidens, as I like to call them. Anyway, um, let's just say Trump listened to those people and he caved and he said, you know what, listen to Dr. Fascist or Fauci or whatever his name is with his, with his vaccines. Um, and he didn't. And think about, think about how much worse. No, 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 just follow me. I, 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 look, I, tried to make no, I just, I honestly, you just made me laugh though like, with his vaccines and a hundred percent. I'm 100% anti-vax is fucking insane. Right. But yeah, right. but I, 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 try to, I try to make little jokes to lighten these things up. But anyway, <laughs> if you, um, if you think about it, right, it, it makes, it makes sense because it's kind of like if the Japanese fleet was discovered on December 6th. It would have been a mess, right? You know, the Americans, like you said, the Americans were kind of waiting for it. Like I have to believe our government knew this was going on but they were kind of, they didn't know how it was going to come. Same, same analogy. But if you think about it, you know, if these, what I'm saying is I think a lot of this stuff was pre-planted, like it was supposed to be a lot worse. It was planned to be a lot worse, 
but it got out too soon. You see the wheels are so the, hopefully the wheels are starting to turn here. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so if, I were to give, if, if, I were, if I were to give a scenario, I mean, there's, there's a lot of evidence uh, that this is, you know, Bill Gates bought the who um, and I'm not talking the rock band. And, right. you know, they've been kicked out of numerous countries since Bill Gates bought them, the $10 million like, injection. Like India, right, yeah. right, right. So Bill Gates is also on record as saying, you know, 2020, constantly saying 2020. There's a, there's a, a recurring theme through his 2020. He's also got the patent now, 060606. Right. Um, so Bill Gates is at, the, is at the forefront. His father, uh, Bill Gates Sr., was also, ladies and gentlemen, feel free to look this shit up. Bill Gates' father was at the head of what is now Planned Parenthood. You know, whatever they called it back then, I don't have the exact details. American Birth Control League. My, my esteemed colleague here understands. So Bill Gates plays a massive part in this. So this isn't just a Chinese thing. This is, this, it looks to me like, like, like shit's, you know, the whole world's a stage and we're all sort of just players. It looks to me like. It's funny, it's funny you should mention working. that. It's funny you should mention that because yeah. I got a, I got a little skit going on. I got a YouTube channel and I, you know, I mentioned that quote from Francis Bacon, not the real William Shakespeare. That's a whole other scam. But you know, I have that. I have that quote because I have a, like, like I was mentioning. I have a little stage play going. Little characters, right? You know, Nancy Pelosi, Doctor Fascist, Bill Gates. You know, Bill Gates of Hell with his little vaccines, right? <laughs> that sort of thing. But anyway, so that's kind of a parallel. I, I didn't mean to cut you there, but yeah, yeah no. it, 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 it's an act, but it's a bad one. It's uh, the way I look at it. When we talk about Bill Gates. I mean, his wife's or not Bill Gates. Uh, Shakespeare's wife was uh, Anne Hathaway. Um, and you see that shit in Hollywood now where they're basically, they're making a mockery of us. Like they're telling us a story that, you know, I also have a strong feeling when it comes to biblical, I have a strong feeling, uh, ladies, I keep mentioning biblical because, uh, our guest Rob is probably the one book he studied the most is the Bible. And we're going to get right. into that in a minute. Right. Um, now I know biblically, you know, whether you want to say, you know, whether anyone's listening to this right now, we're not talking religion. At no point are we talking religion. I don't even have to quantify that to you guys. Right. Uh, just letting you know, this is all about every piece of information you can possibly get, take it in. So biblically, uh, in the days of uh, Noah and, and Moses and all them, humans or us, the, the entities on earth, lived to be roughly nine, seven to 900 years. And you know, there is so many stories that go on and, and things that we accept. So with regards to the Bible being placed out, we have biblical things as well, talking about the dark ages where a bunch of shit happened. And then the dark ages was like 700 some odd years and nobody can account for that shit. But like, honestly, those years probably never took place. Jesus was probably on the earth, in my opinion, like a couple hundred years ago. Um, and, and we've sort of progressed through then. Now, the mockery that, the, that they show us is there's, there's a high likelihood that the Nephilim bloodline or, or those like them still exist today. So there are probably still people here that were here 500 years ago. Um, what they look like, what they act like, who knows? Because all of our information, all of our knowledge dictates that we are only to live to be 60 to 90 years old type of thing. Um, and only have uh, four fingers and a thumb. Some of the Nephilim had five fingers and a thumb, right? This lineage, this splicing, this, this characteristics, this is, all, this is all runs deep. And a lot of these stories are actually in the bible uh i'm assuming in your studies too that you've you've also picked up the books of enoch what, what's your take on well let, let me just say this you know sure. again you know just just to touch on you know just, just wrap up the last conversation so if people kind of figure out where i was going over the pre-planted stories and how vast the quote conspiracy would have to be i think it's i think we're kind of seeing it live in other words it's a really bad play you know in those tweets you know the fake hospital tweets with the empty hospitals because they were supposed to be full, but they're not because Trump stopped it in time. So that's, that's how I'll end that and is let people huh. draw their own conclusions. That, that's, my, that's my opinion, and that's what makes the most sense if you, if you think and they about had to it. And they had to keep the game up knowing that this shit was going to go on. Right, but, it, but it's, not, it's not really you – know, and, and, I, and I actually made this you know, on, on one of my YouTubes. I went this a little further. Just as a specific example here in New York, right, you, know, you had you know, Mario, Mario Cuomo, the governor, called Mario the meatball, right, with this stupid meatball story. So let's just take that for an example, right? Mario, you got Mario the meatball on, on Albany. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to minimize. The, I know people are suffering. But that's not my point, please. But anyway, so you got Mario the meatball on there saying, oh, yeah, go, you know, your Italian dinners on Sundays. And you got, you know, go, it's, everything will be all right. You know, whatever. Okay. All right. Meatball. So then you got this other schmuck down in, um, in New York. Um, I forget the, the uh, who I call Bozo in my play. 
Uh, maybe I should call him it after, you know, Stephen King, the, the demonic clown in that movie. But anyway, it's not important right now. Right. So you got him. He's tweeting out, uh, you know, we need we need more body bags. You know, uh, we need, what was it? We need he needed like 80 uh, trailers, you know, because all the morgues were filling up so fast. They couldn't bury the bodies. That whole thing about, you know, New York, the Central Park filling up with bodies. They were going like, to hell? it's not happening. Mm-hmm. You know, again, not minimizing the people that are suffering, but just quantitatively. And then I went that day and I went and looked at an article. This is about a month ago. And I said, wait a second, you know, I just Google this. And only 10,000 people are dead nationwide. This is just, this is just facts, all right? Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Why does this guy say he needs, you know, New York City's got to have morgues. I don't know how many, you know, there's a lot of people there. I, like, I don't know what their capacity is, but why would you need 8,000, you know, just and start digging morgues in Central Park because it was so bad. And yet the nationwide, the death toll was only 10,000. The mathematically, biggest, mathematically, it made no sense. Right? So biggest, that's yeah. So the biggest problem with that is, is, you know, even if you don't want to look at the math and if you don't want to look at the numbers, you have to look at the, the correlation. You know, you talked about, uh, whatchamacallit, like the, if we go like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, for example, somebody knows somebody who knows somebody. 10,000 people have 10,000 families. And somebody somewhere would say, man, my grandmother is gone now and this is upsetting. And that doesn't exist. Social media the individuals, the humans, the yous and the me's on social media aren't commenting on it. It's, it's not being affected. They're only telling you a story about a friend of a neighbor who had a guy that knew a guy. Well, that, 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 that ties into the whole thing. But anyway, well, what I was saying was, so in other words, just mathematically, it didn't make sense. In other words, you got Mario the meatball. And this is just one specific example. I'm sure you have a lot more we can talk about, but I'm just, this is just, I'm just trying to make sense of this. So you, got, so you got Mario talking meatballs up in Albany, right? Sunday, you know, whatever, get together with your family, which I don't know how you're going to do because you're not supposed to travel. But anyway, forget that whole thing. Then you got, then you got the Bozo down in New York City tweeting out, you know, we need 8,000 body bags, like now, very, so wait a second, you know. And then you remember that guy from The Who, right? What's his name? I, I call him Butcher's, Butcher's Goofball, <laughs> uh, right? And that other, that other white guy, I, I call him Pasty White Guy. I forget his name, right? You know, tell you, remember that, you need body bags and all this sort of thing. So you got, you got that schmuck. Then you got the other guy from The Who, from the World Health Organization, familiar name, right? Bill Gates, Chinese Communist Party, covering for the Chinese Communists. So interesting connection there. But anyway, so you got those two knuckleheads uh, basically saying, you know, saying the same thing, saying, well, well, then he was saying, you know, the other knucklehead was saying, we're going to start coming into your houses to take your, you know, take people if they're infected. Yeah, I did see that. Good, good luck with that down in Texas, pal. But anyway, so, <laughs> right, right. Anyway, you know, like, can you imagine some, some blue helmet jerk off from the UN trying to bust in this? Anyway, that's not the point right now. So anyway, so you had that, right? So you had that, you had that guy. So wait a second. So you got, it was just out of sync. You got Mario Meatball talking, get together with your family to eat meatballs. You got, you got jerk off down in the, uh, or Bozo down in New York City saying we need body bags. And then you had the whole thing with the fake nurse, you know, oh, the face mask. So it all, it, all, it all fits together. And then you got, you got Tweedledum and Tweedledum from the World Health Organization saying we're going to come into houses so bad. You can, so if you put it all together, and these all came out about the same time, it doesn't make any sense in the, in the reality. But the only way it makes sense is my analogy that it's December 6th. They, this was supposed to be unleashed at a certain time. And they, they were, it was supposed to be, the bodies were supposed to be piling up. It was supposed to be happening because Nancy Pelosi wanted it to happen that's the only conclusion i can come to is that true or not i'm just talking logic so that that kind of no this, this yeah no you 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 dropped you brought me back i was about to jump topics but i'm really glad you did bring it back because we're sitting here too uh you know in canada which is where i am right. they uh our prime minister with the fucking uh castro's son gets up and he says you know it's going to be a really difficult easter we can't go visit our family and then right. he goes he leaves and he goes up right. north and he visits his family right. been quarantined at the cottage and he posts about it on facebook right, right. so we have where the, where the, by the way i don't mean to cut you where, where the governor in michigan's telling you people don't go up to northern michigan to your houses yeah interesting but anyway yeah in canada yeah, well they're saying it here too i have a cottage up north and they're saying they're saying the small town mayors don't want you to come to your cottage. I'm like, fuck right. you. I'm going to go. You know, what are right. you going to do? Stop? They're going to roadblock me? But right. in, in Which Canada, they're doing in Michigan. Yes. Anyway. Okay. So now here's the thing. Michigan's wicked close to where I am. The Michigan, right. Detroit, Michigan is, is, is like five hours from me. I'm right. in Toronto. Right. And in Toronto and in Ontario, they're running, they're running border patrol. So between, obviously, Canada, you can't go that way. But the other way, you can't go into Quebec. They've cut the borders off. Nobody's allowed into Quebec. Right. So- there's an interesting thing, and that's the 401 corridor, which stretches from Montreal to Detroit. Um, and that is, there's a lot going on there. So I hope to hell, and this is also, we're right above New York. So right. 
I mean, I hope to hell this is not a, a, a some sort of epicenter because if, if me personally, I'm not even a hundred percent convinced any of this shit's real. Like, I don't know a single person that knows, like I've heard stories about people that just want to be in the spotlight that have this illness. And I've heard the same stories. And like you, you know, I'm not here to minimize things. If somebody truly is sick, first of all, if you're truly sick or you know somebody who's truly sick or you firsthand took care of your grandmother who's truly sick, send me an email. I'm going to put you on the show and I'll, I'll help you out with some medical bills or whatever the hell it is. I'll help. And I agree. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not trying to minimize it. There yeah. are people suffering just so we're, you I and I are talk. very clear. But anyway. Yeah. I want to talk and I think that I think that our audience needs to talk about it. And this is exactly, you know, this is exactly what I, I really wanted to talk about. And you have a ton of, 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 you know, obviously general connecting the dot expertise on this sort of stuff. And these are the things, cause I wouldn't have put together the, 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 the whole thing that Trump stopped it. I am of the belief that for whatever reason that Trump is, is not on our side, but he's against the people that have been running the show for a long time. I don't believe that he's on our side I, because I think that there's multiple factions and there's multiple things at war, but I think that there's a changing of the guard. Another example of this COVID thing is oil, for example, went to minus negatives in barrels. And this, is, this was a power. This was a true power. A financial power was oil and they're gone. Whoever was in charge of the oil part of this business, they're done, right? So there's people being wiped out. There's, there's factions, I think, being wiped out. What is... What is your take when you say Trump stopped it? Do you think Trump's on our side? Do you think that this, do you think that this is a war that's going on between factions that are unseen? Do you have any opinion on that? Well, absolutely. I mean, look, ultimately, I mean, this is, this is spiritual. This is biblical. I mean, so in other words, you have a multi-level Ephesians chapter six, right? You know, so we're trying to fight the people here on earth, but there's a war going on in heaven. So this is like, anyway, that's, mm -hmm. but as far as to answer your question against Trump or about Trump, you know, look, when he first came on in 2016, I, I thought he was an idiot. It's like, all right, dude, enough with the stupid jokes and all this sort of thing. Go back to the apprentice. Look, I'll be honest with you. Um, but then, you know, I, I think I think Trump is, is, is an American. I think he's on our side 100%. And I'll, and I'll explain why. Okay. And I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not trying to deify the man, but. Um, oh, we'll be hung. We'll be hung already for being a Trump supporter. Actually, that's not so much anymore. Two years ago, maybe we would have been. But right now, people are like, well, I'll people, fucking, people, I'll hear it out. People are figuring it out. But anyway, yeah, so, for sure. so the reason I, the main reason I say that is because there's no way the vitriol with which they have unleashed against Trump indicates to me that he stepped on some very big toes, mm -hmm. very, quite simply. And if you think about it, was it George Carlin that said, uh, if you find out, you know, you know, who controls you, find out who you're not allowed to criticize. Well, if you take the opposite, who are they, who are they really trying to, who they really hate? It's Trump because Trump represents us, Okay. He represents the people. He kind of broke into the play, so to speak, and he wasn't. He he didn't have an, he didn't have a ticket to the play. Okay, that's that's why they that's why they have all these. You know, the, the, that explains all the you know the Mueller and the dossier and all, all the stuff you hear on Fox News night after night or whatever. I don't have to talk about that right now, but that explains that level of vitriol, um, and, and the fact that he he could wither it again. I get, like I said, I switched on Trump because I recognize what he was doing. Now what he was doing was he was isolating his political targets and destroying them with his. Twitter accounts, in other words, you know, who had small hands and this and that. I mean, you know, you think it's immature, but what he was doing is he was humiliating people. He was making them a joke. So in other words, whatever those people said afterwards was, was a joke because now people associate him with, you know, this guy got small hands, this guy's a clown. Man, maybe he's it a little immature. Yeah, but it was a brilliant, it's a brilliant political strategy. And then meanwhile, you have thick skin. So no matter what people say about you, you're like this. And that's Trump, right? Or, you know, whatever. But he knows that these are, some of these people are very thin because that's what they are. They're like, they're like their father, the devil. They act tough, but they're, they're really weak. But anyway, so Trump, and, and if you think about it, look, there's no way I, I can do what Trump does. If you think about what Trump's putting up with, and he, you know, he's not taking a salary, whatever he did, the fact he's got to deal with these morons, Pelosi and Weekend at Biden's and the whole rest of the crowd and all these schmucks in Washington on one side, and traitors, really, I think was, well, let's just cut the crap. We're talking about traitors. We're talking about sedition. And then on the other side, he's got to deal with, really, let's just face it, we might be on the verge of a nuclear war, okay? Because if you think about it, don't, you know, Putin, don't, don't think that Putin and China aren't watching this very closely. They're looking at a potentially unstable nation with a lot of nuclear weapons. I mean, we're seeing that instability right now. So he's got to deal with that, and he's got to deal with all these morons and, and the press and all this. So for somebody to put up with all that crap, no, he, he's on our side and not, and not quit. The, if you just, just think about, put yourself in that position and what you, what you regard as pressure. You know, am I going to be able to pay my electric bill this month? You know, look, we all, we all feel it, but could you imagine dealing with all that and trying to tiptoe your way and, and, and 
and keep the whole world from going to, to really a, a nuclear war, if you think about it. And, I, and I'm, I'm not kidding. And, 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 you know what I mean? How, how smart do you have to be? Like, say you're Putin, right? And you're over there in Russia and you're just watching this thing go down. And Putin's been kind of quiet lately. Okay. You know, what's going, you know, just, just draw your own conclusions. All right. So it gets, that's what I'm saying. The whole, it's, this is like biblical. So we, in other words, we better hope and pray that Trump, whatever's going on. And I don't, I don't pretend to begin to know what's going on beneath the stories that we're seeing. I mean, literally, I mean, it's, we better hope and pray for Trump and then, then maybe we can get this country back uh, to at least some kind of state of normalcy. Cause if not, and Pelosi and, 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 Queen Jezebel, you know, Queen Hillary, the wicked witch of Westchester over there. If somebody like them or Obama, which I predicted, you know, some, someone like that gets, gets, regains the control that are friends with people like the who. So you see where I'm going with that. So that's yeah. my answer to that question. There's a, there's a, there's a, 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 it was either a tweet or a meme or whatever, but it's, it's Donald Trump is tied to it. He goes, they're not after me. They're after you. But that's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. And, and, and if you think about it, that's look when you see what's her name. I was that actress, you know, holding up the, uh, you know, Kathy head of Griffin. Trump, whatever. And then you got the other ones wishing. What was the other tweet the other day? You know, I wish Trump supporters would go to the beach in Florida and all get COVID. You know, these these people are real. It's not it's not just Pelosi and the rest of them. These these people are death merchants. No, I mean they're little devils. You know, and, and look, I'm not saying that to be combative, but I'm just making a fact. I mean these people. No, the the people that you're referring to as death merchants, uh, little devils, right now are also all of the quote-unquote elites. These are, these are Hollywood celebs, right, for the most part. Uh, these are the ones that are already inside all. your ear, placating as your best friend, the Morgan Freemans, the Brad Pitts, all these guys, right? Sorry, I should, say, I should say the Tom Hankses, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Ellen DeGeneres's, those that are going through adrenochrome withdrawal right now. Ellen, we see you run Forest Run. Don't think we're fucking stupid, Frazzle Drip. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, I know Hollywood's part of it because if you think about it, Hollywood's role is to support all these people, Spielberg and DeGeneres. I'm like, oh, I know they're all, they're all quote liberals, but they're limousine liberals, right? It's like, you know, just like Pelosi, right? Was it Nancy Antoinette? They're calling you know, let me have my ice cream, let them eat it too. It's the same exact thing. You know, I'm a good, because God doesn't exist, right? In their mind. So why God, why not me be God? Well, one of the biggest, you know, one of the, yeah, why not me be God? And one of the biggest things that I saw with, uh, with all this was, you know, as an atheist, and I was an atheist for the majority of my life, right? It's, right. it's so easy to, and you don't even put this together, but it's so easy to believe in the devil when you're an atheist. And you don't even, you don't even fucking tie it in together. You don't see it. You're like, wait a minute. If I'm over here denouncing God inside my own head as an atheist, but I'm being like, well, obviously the devil exists. How is that possible? I mean, scientifically or uh, organically or cosmically or anything, there is a yin to every yang. There is a polar opposite. So if you are an atheist and you believe in the devil, you're an asshole, bottom line, because there has to be a counterforce to every force. Um, now, the whole story of God versus the devil, good versus evil, I think all of that, you know, comes, comes, for, to, you know, come to, comes to a head uh, when, it, when it comes down to it. Because... You know, and I know that we're getting up to the hour here, so we're gonna we're gonna go into a quick wrap pretty soon. Um, but the perception of good versus evil, you know, there's a whole huge difference between what I think is good, what they, what they think is good, because a lot of the evil people, quote unquote, have been filling your heads with false ideas, false idols, false this, false that. Don't bow to false idols. What are we doing over here? We're bowing to money, like you mentioned, paying your bills. We're bowing to money. We're not supposed to sit here and pay our taxes. This isn't life. We're bowing to celebrity. Oh, I can't wait, you know. And the the idol, the Oscar, for example, like the golden Oscar, and like he's that that's a, a miniature statue of of another uh, satanic deity, right? But the right. humans are bowing to this, so that's why I say that you know there's a high chance that there's multiple factions. Whether you want to talk about reptilians, this, that, and the other thing, I never really put my finger on any of those, but I think that there are. I've spoken about in the, in the Bible. There are angels who mated with humans, which created Nephilim. Um, there are, you know, there, this is, this is biblical. So the Nephilim aren't humans. Uh, the angels existed to mate with the humans, which means that they must've been here. The stories of Atlantis, you know, uh, and the reptile people, but there's so many stories of under, under, essentially underwater, right? This underwater faction yeah. of, of beings, however you want to look at it. Uh, the stories of Asgard, the, the multiple levels of heaven. And right. then, uh, you can get into things like, um, concave earth. I've never really thrown two cents into, into that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But yeah, but I, I say this because a lot of the stories are repetitive at the core of, of what they're talking about. And let me, let me, oh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. 
Uh, I continue. I don't mean to cut you. Yeah, no. And I was just going to say that, that, you know, when it comes down to absolutely denouncing something, you, which to, to absolutely denounce something, you have to absolutely embrace something. Um, and that is, that is where a lot of our trouble really does begin. You know, to not be able to have an open mind and have the conversations like you and I are having right now, you've limited yourself to how you're going to view your surroundings and prepare for what's coming next. So basically, you know, to kind of follow up on that a little bit, I mean, look, as far as the Nephilim and all this sort of thing, like, and I'm not saying it's not true. I can only do so much. I mean, I'm really 100% my research is independent, but there's people that have already done that research. But I, I will just say this. I, I do touch on that stuff because it's like we're talking right now. You do start to creep towards those things. And I have, mm-hmm. I have a basic knowledge of, of, of mythology. Okay. Like I remember before I mentioned Baal worship, talk about idols. How about Baal? Mm-hmm. Talk about an idol of a green energy plant being the same as Baal in the Old Testament. You write Deuteronomy 18, witchcraft, idolatry. That's, that's the exact type of thing you were work, talking about. So, mm-hmm. you know, instead of worshiping, well, they're worshiping Gaia, the, nature, the environmental movement. Remember, the environmental movement is really about population control. Remember, I said that. So what they're doing is they're worshiping Gaia, which is Mother Earth. Now, Baal had a wife. I mean, in, in the Bible, the humans were the most famous were Ahab and Jezebel. Okay, but in mythology, I mean, Baal, you know, get to a certain point in mythology, it, just, it drives you crazy. It's just like Isaiah 41, <laughs> that their idols are winding confusion. It's like, who the hell knows? But the overriding principle is that there's a male, a female, and there's a, there's a son. So just like, you know, God, the father, the bride of Christ and the son, which is Jesus. So there's an opposite. So you're exactly correct. And, that, and that's reflected in mythology. I mean, the most famous would be Isis, which Diana, Artemis, whatever you want to call her, Mother Earth, Gaia. And then you had Baal, Osiris, you know, Moloch, uh, Apollo, whatever, Apollyon, interesting name out of Revelation 9, or Orion, Apollyon, or Osiris. So you can start to see these things start to connect, okay? Um, and then they had a son, of course, Toth, Hermes, Mercury, whatever you want to call him, which is kind of the messenger that kind of bound the whole thing together. He had a mother and father. And it really does tie to the Garden of Eden, okay? But anyway, so... Um, you know, to, to answer that question. So we're seeing the same pattern. It's just, you know, remember what I said, it's the same pattern. It's just the only thing that changes are the names. So, you know, have I done a lot of research? Like I said, there's people have done a lot more than me, but my, my take on that is, um, and, and just another thing, you know, and I do watch Ancient Aliens, right? I'm kind of junky, I admit it. Not that I agree with it, mm. just to get the information. Yeah, just, of course. Just to get the, just to get the information. Okay, and, and if you think about it, even they say it's the same pattern. You know, it's Quetzalcoatl, you know, this pyramid over here, you know, equates to the Pyramid of Giza, you know. And, and, and for example, you look at Quetzalcoatl, right? He's the equivalent of Baal, mostly, right? There's, you know, sky god or, you know, what they call an ancient alien, right? What the Bible would call an unclean bird, that sort of thing. But anyway, so um, they, the Mayans sure believe that they had technology, right? And what did, you know, they had human sacrifice. So Today we call, you know, in this country, we call that human sacrifice. We call it Planned Parenthood. Yeah, abortion. But it's, it's, it's the same thing because what you're doing is you're, you're, you're limiting the population for your mother, which is Gaia. So you're starting to see those patterns. But, you know, my thing is, look, you know, whether, you know, does George Bush take his face off in the White House and turn into a reptilian? Look, I, I don't know. I, you know, Darpa, <laughs> Harp. You know what I'm saying? I get it. My, my thing was, you know, as far as being a conspiracy kook, you know, let's even if it was true, I like I said, I don't know. Like, how are you going to convince somebody? Like, I can't even convince most people that the Federal Reserve is a blatant scam, which it is. It's a mathematical and logical scam if you think about it. But, but it's so easy. Like, if you can't get beyond that, then why, why am I going to waste my time looking into lizard people? It does, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's yeah, wrong. No, I'm you're just, right. It doesn't, you know what I'm saying? But anyway. Yeah, no, so no, you're, you're 100% right. right. And I'm not talking about lizard people. Like, and, I, and by the way, and this is just something one thing. Don't forget. In Ephesians chapter six, if these are fallen beings, which I believe they are, because I didn't mean to cut you, I'm sorry, but yeah. I want to conclude with this. But you know, if they are fallen beings, which I believe they are, that kind of makes sense. Because look, let's just say you're an ancient alien, right? So you got space, right? You got all this space, right? It's infinite space. Well, you're going to come to Earth and say, hey, you know, dude, get your carbon under control. I mean, come on, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. So. <laughs> Right. So you're, you know, but anyway, God has this whole thing in mind and that's, that's, you know, and then, then it starts to make sense. Why is God so cruel? Why is he telling Joshua to go and then, you know, knock down, you know, Jericho and kill everybody and Sodom and Gomorrah. What's the deal there? You know, well, you know, that's kind of cruel, but starting to make a little bit of sense, hopefully. But anyway, I didn't mean to cut you. So. No. And, and it's true. Like, why would you, why would you come down to earth and start bitching about carbon? But okay. So me personally, I don't necessarily believe in outer space as delivered. I have questions about that. 
I don't know. I have questions about, I mean, personally, my audience knows. I mean, I used to be a flat earther, but then I'm like, that fucking story has a bunch of holes too. All I know is that, is that every single one of the stories, whether it's a globe, whether it's flat earth, concave earth, hollow earth, they all have fucking holes. I can tell you that. I can answer that for you real quick. I think it's Isaiah 41. God says, I will, I, I sit on the circle of the earth. Okay. And what he's saying there, it's like, I sit here, not you Satan. I mean, he lets him play around on his little playground. We call earth and life. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's right there. He's implying. But if you think about it, if you sit, how do you sit on a circle of the earth? Right. Stupid. Right. If you're, if you're you're an atheist, it sounds stupid. But if you think about it, if you sit on a circle of the earth, that means you sit above the earth and you command that you're the stone. The builders rejected. Remember Jesus said that. So if you look at, no matter what angle you look at the earth, if you surround the earth, that's why I say God's in control of this whole mess. Any way you look, it's a circle, right? If you look at a sphere, I don't have a ball in front of me. I don't know, whatever. I have a little ball here. If you look at a sphere, infinite, God's infinite, right? See how that works? Anyway, so, so what's to answer your, your question, my, my, to answer your question, I, I'm, you know, is the earth, is a, it's a sphere. Logically, it, biblically, scientifically, I, you know, but based it, on what you just said, theoretically, then it would if it's if it's inverse, if it's everywhere, it's the concave Earth. I, look, I don't know. I'm just saying. Is that your know, belief, though? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I, I'm just making a point that no matter if you think about it, if you're if you're infinite dimensions, you're God, okay, mm-hmm. which He is, created the universe, and you're looking at a circle from above. No matter how you look at that circle, it's always and that sphere. Excuse me, it's always going to be a circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Follow me. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, look, whether it's concave, you know, it's a little, you know, it's a little, it's, I don't know. But anyway, that's, anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. And there's, I don't hold anybody to anything like that. I mean, I'm just curious because everybody's got an opinion. And here's the fucked up thing is obviously none of us can go up there and look. So all we've got is opinion. And well, no, 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 Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You know, I declared the Father. So we've had the image of God here. Jesus said, Colossians called Jesus an image. So he was here. He proved himself and he went back to heaven. So I'll just, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm, I, yeah, no, I, I agree with that, but I'm referring to the, the shape of the earth. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's, that's just it. Like that with regards to that debate, you know, it really isn't uh, it, it's a, it's a non sequitur because you know, you want to, you want to fight to the death about it being flat. Well, fuck water doesn't bend, you know? So that makes sense. You want to fight, you know, you want to fight to the death about it being, concave right. well who knows who knows if it is you want to know like i said i don't have time i don't have time exactly. you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you got it so on that note i will we've we've hit our hour and i know you're a busy fella so on that note i want to send these guys to your information i want them to get your books i want them to to sort of take a look at what you've got because we've had a lot of fun here today and you've you know you've been pretty polite and you've you know shared some great information some great insight uh take it for how you want ladies and gentlemen i think it was a great show so no, where, I'm gonna, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Sorry, yeah, I apologize. Where where are we where are we hand, where where are we sending everybody today? So anyway, the website's boxupsunglasses.com. It's all one word. It's in honor of my favorite movie, John Carpenter's They Live, right? Which mm. I'm sure you've seen, right? Fantastic. You know, look, did John Carpenter mean not to be literally true? Look, I, I don't know. Again, like I said, who knows? But spiritually, it makes a lot of sense if you think about, you know, like Nancy Pelosi or whatever. But anyway her face dipped in a cheese dip in 1957, right? Remember that line when he's in the, uh, he's in the, he's in the liquor store or whatever, right? He's like, you, you're okay. You, you look like your face dipped in the cheese dip back in 1957, right? <laughs> if he finds the box of sunglasses, he puts them on. But anyway, so uh, the website's boxofsunglasses.com. Um, and, and, and that's where I get the name from, you know, from the box of sunglasses. Very interesting, by the way, that John Carpenter, the beginning of that movie, you know, who really discovered it? It wasn't, it wasn't Roddy Piper. It was the, the priest in the small church with the glasses. Very interesting. But anyway, so um, I have two books. Like I said, I don't advertise. I'm totally independent. There's no, there's no links, there's no survival gear. There's no militia groups, none of that, you know, whatever. It's not my thing. Um, but I do have two books and I would appreciate it if people could just purchase them. They can download them. Amazon, if you have to go to Amazon, whatever, um, and, and get it or write to the publisher. And the first book is called Pleased to Meet You. Okay, um, it's kind of a Cliff Notes version. It's a, it's a takeoff of C.S. Lewis and his screw tape letters, um, like, like a fictional conversation um, between Satan and a character called O'Brien, who, who represents the O'Brien from Orwell's 1984. So it's, in other words, it's kind of like, just it takes about an hour to read. And it's a quick conversation through history. You know, Satan played to, of course, Mick, Mick Jagger's Sympathy for the Devil um, and a few other things. Into, but anyway, that's this book right here. Um, and it's kind of Cliff Notes version of everything we talk about. Um, that's there. And then um, 
the other book, you know, we we're mentioning before, The Un-American Genocidal Complex, you know, and I got the little, I don't know if you can see it, I'm doing this right, but anyway, the Nazi swastika there, you know, like Dingleberry out there, what's her name, Dingleberry and, and, and Governor Witchcraft out there in Michigan, speaking of witches, right, you know, calling people Nazis for having, that she knows, but anyway. So you got I the can't Nazi see this. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, you can't see this, but he's also got, he's got the, now, first of all, the Nazi, the Nazis took that symbol and turned it from a good one into a bad one, I believe. That's right. swastika. It's, the, it's a Buddhist sun, sun god, Buddhist sun god symbol, yeah. but yes. And they bastardized it. You've also got the Georgia Guidestones on there. Yeah. Yes. Now, I say American genocidal complex, but yes. Yeah. Um, touch on that just for the audience quickly. What are the Georgia Guidestones? So, in other words, well, yeah, the Georgia Guidestones are down in Elberton, Georgia, uh, which is the middle and basically nowhere in Georgia. I drove up there about 12 years ago. And it's, yeah, they're kind of creepy. Actually, they're really creepy. Uh, and the town, the nearby town, you know, look, you know, they were nice people, but I just, I don't know, just being there in Elberton, I, I, just, I just didn't really get a good feeling about the place. I just wanted to get there, do what I had to do and leave. Anyway, again, I, it's, just, it's just me, maybe because I'm from the city, but whatever. But you go out and you drive out to the middle of this field in um, uh, Elberton and um, <clears throat> Yeah, the Georgia Guidestones, what I call the anti-Ten Commandments. Um, if I can find them real quick, I mean, I got them spelled out in here somewhere. So, um, you know, we talked about the Georgia Guidestones. We asked about them. So they, I'm just going to read them off real quick. And again, these are the anti-Ten Commandments. So you got maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. We just talked about nature worship. Guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. You know, abortion anybody. Unite humanity with a living new language that you mentioned. Tower of Babel, people trying to talk in one language. Interesting. Remember the Bible's, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, rule, passion, faith, tradition, all things tempered with reason. Yeah, like reason, like the French Revolution, right? So how that turned out. Um, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Okay. One world government? Um, yeah. United Nations. I mean, that one's almost too easy. Let all <laughs> nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in the world court. You know, same, same idea. That's number six. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Okay, useless officials. Congress, anybody? Um, so in other words, Congress will be dissolved. The United Nations will run the world, I guess, is what Bill Gates of hell is looking for. But anyway, whatever. Balance personal rights with social duties. Okay, be good little citizens. Stay at home. You know, listen to us. Come out when we say whatever. That's easy. Prize Truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. That's interesting. Baal and, yeah. and, 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 and Gaia, right? You know, infinite. Anyway, that's a whole other subject. But anyway, uh, and then the last one, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. So in other words, you know, it sounds good. And just, just like a good liberal, if you read these things, that doesn't sound so bad. Well, except for the first one, 500 million. If you know, do the math, there's 7 billion people on the earth right now, so, which means around 6.5 billion of us have to go. Yeah, Which is very interesting. That's a lot of us. That's that's a lot of us that have to go. Useless eaters. Uh, yeah, exactly. We've been referred to that as as, as that. Um, the interesting thing too, you know, about those the that sort of stuff. If you look at it, you know, the Congress, for example, the Congress had to exist for us to hate it, for us to embrace one world government, right? <laughs> We had to be like, this is so terrible. Like this, this could be like the long haul, the long game. Like this could have been obviously put into place decades ago. And, and they're like, you know what? Let's just all tie all it the into world one world is, government. All the world is the stage and we are its actors. Exactly. It's all, it's all. I, I, I never, I never concluded. That's an interesting, that's an interesting point. I mean, if you think about it, but yeah, no, that, yeah, no, well, that, that could play into it. Sure. All the world is a stage. I mean, whether, you know, we're all having one experience here. So whether you're looking at, you know, whether you're looking at the television, for example, you're going to watch a movie, you're going to watch the news, you're going to watch WWE wrestling. It's all the same bullshit. It's all staged bullshit. They're all actors. Keep everybody, them entertained. Yeah, everybody's a piece of shit and everybody's an actor that's on that box. They live. And they are putting that idea. They, notice notice that ahead. word they. I mean, notice we keep talking about that word yeah. they. They live. That's what I call the un-American genocidal complex. And I, I, I name names, you know, Rockefeller, Kissinger, Brzezinski. Anyway. Oh, of course. So, yeah, yeah. Um, if anyone yeah. doesn't know about Rockefellers and the trilateral commissions, I mean, this is one of those, this is one of those things where everybody knows who Jay-Z is, but nobody knows who John D. Rockefeller is. You know? That's and by this, design. They don't know who George Washington is. They don't even, they, yeah. You know, <laughs> look, I'm, I apologize. Look, you know, you know I, I don't know. No, not my audience. But I'm, my audience is, is, is agreeing with you right now. It's but hopefully, you know, the, the normies that are out there that are like, that are, they're making it. Well, they're, they're, they're dwindling in numbers because, simply because how obvious everything is becoming, you know? Right. But, but, you know, anyways, anyways, that, that's, that's, that's the, um, that, that's the book. And look, and again, all the background I was talking about before, um, 
uh, you know, about the, you know, the, there's government documents back here, you know, the Department of Defense requesting stuff like the AIDS virus. I mean, it's here in the appendix. But anyway, like I said, if you can support me by uh, all the information's there, everything I talked about at the top of the show with the AIDS virus. So that's, you know, like I said, I, um, I pay for this out of my pocket. I'm not looking for sympathy. I'm just looking for to kind of keep the thing going. But anyway, that's, uh, that's my wrap. But, and don't forget, I like to, this is why I like to begin and conclude God's simple salvation plan. Hopefully, hopefully people kind of, you know, kind of understand where I'm coming from with that. Because like I said, there's a creator who came in a form of Jesus to this earth who's in control of this whole mess. So, you know, my help come from the hills, you know, Psalm 121. So it's just like, David, right? King David with the stone representing Christ, taking on the Goliath of big government or whatever you want to call it. Hard, dark, you know, whatever Who cares. I don't care. I got my stone. I'm good. <laughs> anyway. So we'll just, uh, we'll just leave it with that. So. Yeah, buddy. Uh, and for the rest of my audience, uh, in the infamous words of red green, keep your stick on the ice. Thank you for listening to today's Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag MMA and Mental Mastery Alliance. Want more motivation? Be sure to follow online on Instagram at Mental Mastery Alliance and on Facebook at Mental Mastery Alliance. And remember, your perception creates your reality. Make it a great day. You got it, Pontiac.